Hi, Divine, Divine Darlings. Darlings. I'm Mukisa. My name's Irene. And, and we're Femme Entity. Welcome back to The Queen's Mentality. Today we have the wonderful Femme Tanesh. Thank you. Thanks for gracing us with you today. Thanks for inviting me. Thank <laughs> of you guys. Of course. Can you please introduce yourself and your business? Yes. So I'm Fantanesh Atomsa, um, founder of Sacred Lotus Holistic Wellness. Uh, we are a wellness company that focuses on ancestral wellness. So we are all about kind of going back to our roots and having like an Afrocentric approach to health. Um, I also have a nonprofit that's focused on um, accessibility and healthcare, bringing programs into the community to really like elevate our health and wellness. Um, and then also the podcast. Amazing. We're doing all the things. All and I'm a things. mom. Yeah. yeah. We all know I'm a mom. Could you talk yes. a little bit more about like what it means to for Afrocentric holistic wellness for those who might not know? Yeah. So it's basically, you know, seeing wellness through like a holistic lens and Afrocentric lens. Um, and that basically means it's the same as holistic, like integrating mind, body and spirit. Um, but also, you know, things like music and art and dance and food and spirituality, like it really incorporating our culture into our overall wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like a separated, like, you know, we do mental health over here and we work out over here and we do, it's like, it's like a lifestyle of really like kind mm. of embracing our culture and how that can really support us like long-term. Oh, I love That's that. Amazing. Yeah. Thanks. So what inspired you to pursue a career in business and how did you get started? Because I know you have, you have the Blue Nile and like the yeah. podcast now and yeah. a couple so, things going on. Yeah. So what propelled things. this forward? Um, like I never actually wanted to get into business. Like that was never something oh, that was, that was not a goal. No, it wasn't even anything I thought. It wasn't was, even a goal. You're like, no. it's not even on the roadmap. No, <laughs> I didn't even think it was like going to be a possibility for me. But um, first it was necessity like when I was in school um, you know I was working full-time you know raising my then six and six year old who ended up being eight by the time the program was done mm-hmm. um, I was working like open nights and I needed like extra cash so as soon as I got some massage skills under my belt I just kind of started doing like side hustle massages um, here and there which I wasn't supposed to do because when you're a student you're not supposed to treat because obviously we're right. not we're not yet like certified right. but mm-hmm. i was like we'll just do a low key just because i'm like you make a hundred bucks an hour doing we this go. So, like we're gonna do this like, <laughs> yeah. it's better than working a 12-hour shift mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so i was like okay so i did that um and then uh, as soon as i graduated actually while i was still like in school i noticed like there were really there was really no representation like mm-hmm. in the wellness industry like Absolutely. you know there's no black practitioners no black teachers um and then I was like of course it's translating to the clientele so like black community was missing out on mm-hmm. benefits of like holistic wellness and massage therapy and there's a huge trust barrier do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. like massage is so vulnerable if you don't trust the practitioner then you're not really going to try it out so mm-hmm. um you know I started getting like more and more black clients and I realized like a lot of them was the first time they ever had massage and a lot wow. of them was like first time being vulnerable in that space so I was like I just have to keep keep doing this. So mm-hmm. um, as soon as I graduated, um, I think like less than four months later, registered the business officially, just started doing it from my from my storage closet. That's how I started. <laughs> oh, <wow>. Humble <laughs> beginnings. Humble yeah. beginnings, yeah. Um, 
yeah and and we started off started off with a whole other started off with a whole other name which was Fanta Karma it was like the ghettoest little nose oh I didn't know that I love that name it was just like (laughs) let me just just something just like throw something out there and then we rebranded to Blue Nile Mm -hmm. Um, we had a commercial space for a little while Mm. Um, that was not really sustainable so um, you know we we left that space rebranded again into this like ancestral wellness company oh so Blue Mm -hmm. Nile is now transitioned to ancestral wellness to sacred lotus sacred lotus oh cool focused on ancestral a recent rebrand right recent like yeah like June Wow, like yeah. super recent. Okay. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, Congratulations yeah. on the rebrand Thank you. and the success. Thanks. Thank you. Was there a second part to that question that I missed? No, I think you did fantastic on okay. that one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, we I was went like, through the whole journey. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I also remember just when you were saying that like black people are missing out on these services, I actually yeah. brought my mom to you for a mm-hmm. massage and it was her first massage. We had a great conversation. And she was also saying how she did, she lacked trust and yeah. didn't get a massage for that reason. And yeah. she actually had really um, positive experience with you. That's so, so beautiful. You're writing so many benefits. Yeah. Yeah. That That means the world to me. That means the world. Yeah, so I do it. Through all of this and like being a mother and going through school and having to sort of hustle, like who supports you? What does your support circle Mm. look like? I am honestly so spoiled, like in the support department. I know. Yes. Honestly, I don't even really like calling myself a single mom because I don't feel like I am. Like their their dads are so involved, my family's so involved. Like if I need to reach out to friends, like my friends are so supportive. yeah, like I've I've been supported the the whole way through. Like the only reason I could really finish school is because my parents like helped out, um, and the only reason I can really continue to to grow in my business dreams is because I have such a supportive oh, network. So good. Yeah, yeah. And if I and if I like if I don't feel supported, it's like me in my head being like, oh, you know, I have to isolate myself. I don't want to be such a burden on mm. people all the time. Uh, but but when I do ask, like the support is like so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, readily available. Sometimes sure. it's just like we need to get over our own internal pride and just be like, I need help. Yeah, and then they are ready to help. But it was like we need to come o- overcome like our own internalness. Yeah, of, the little yeah. belief. I know, yeah. Yeah. and it's a two way street. Like I find that I sometimes I'm so busy that I can't always be there for people maybe the way that they that they need mm. me to um so then I think it's like a personal guilt where I'm like okay now I don't want to ask because I know that I haven't been able to like be there because I've been so busy um but then I but then I really have to try to be mindful of of like that it really is an exchange like mm-hmm. I, you know I, mm-hmm. I have to also create space in my life for the people who support me and not just like reach out to them when I need them that is yeah. so yeah. good, though. Yeah. That is such a good reminder, too, to, like, keep checking in for the people that support us and then see when they need support as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not everybody. And it's not everybody. You're no. so right. So you have to be, like, specific, especially mm-hmm. when you have such little time. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you have to be specific about the people that, you know, you can trust on and, like, lean on and trust and then also make sure that, like, you're also pouring into them. Like, the people that, that I have around me, like, it's definitely is definitely a two-way street like I'm really really grateful for it I know that I can't be like at every event and every right. you know every social thing but yeah as much as as much as they need me like when it counts like I'm mm-hmm. definitely there oh that's amazing yeah. that's what's important right yeah and yeah. so um 
I would love to hear your thoughts on the importance of diversity and inclusion in the workplace yeah. and how can companies foster it effectively? Because I, I see, well, for me personally, I see you as such a leader that goes forward in the diversity and inclusion world here in Halifax. Mm -hmm. And Aww, it's not, <laughs> um, but I would love to see companies adopt that more. And so how do you put that as a priority in your own business? Like you, I, I feel like you cannot, say you are you know you have these DEIA initiatives and be like a non-black organization or a non-black company like mm. you really need to have the bodies in the spaces like if mm -hmm. you really do support it like don't just say we have these initiatives but then you look at your company and there's just tokens like yeah, here you and there do you know mm. what I mean like yeah you have to be intentional about taking down barriers and if it means in your hiring criteria um not just looking at education but but a combination of like experience like lived experience mm -hmm. and like community work and things like that not just focusing on the on the degrees and the accolades because people who come from diverse backgrounds um they have diverse experiences that are still so valuable mm -hmm. you cannot learn the shit in school no like you really can't so um so yeah it has to be there has to be an intentionality there has to be like a real kind of restructuring on like hiring processes like policies mm -hmm. um yeah i think that's like that's the that's that's probably the main thing i would say for making um making workplaces more accessible i know like any programs that that i run but they're more like community programs or even like workplace wellness programs like my whole entire staff is black like our whole yeah. team is going into workplaces and we're all black and that's because um we want folks to feel comfortable and like first of all interacting with black folks in the healthcare scene and being like okay like if we need to seek out a service like this is this is an alternative option like we exist we're out here we're like doing things we're professional but we have a little you know swag and flavor as well definitely <laughs> like, not you know, plain like, and we, bland yeah like, exactly <laughs> like and i think folks also appreciate that like because we like our team comes in with such a different energy. Like we come into like spaces that, you know, maybe a little, um, I don't want to say like rigid, but I want to say like, like, you know, like maybe mm -hmm. professional or I don't know. I don't know the word I'm trying to use, but y'all, you, you know, could say rigid. You, maybe, yeah, you could say maybe rigid, but like, like there's, there's like a workplace culture and then there's like, there's like corporate cultures and there's yep. like even there's organizational cultures that are you know we have to be like by the books and we have to be mm -hmm. like, like you know in their ways yeah absolutely like there's rules and policies and we interact with each other in a certain way because we're colleagues and things like that but then like when we come in and we're just like hugging and you know, mm, rubbing yeah. shoulders and like talking to people like that like high-fiving and like just being like full of energy like it just kind of like you know, people just like humanize that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's a totally different approach. And I know there's, there's those organizations, like, I feel like there's two different like issues that I see with people who are like preach D or DEI. DEI. Yeah. They're either like they preach it and they are always trying to recruit people and then they can't maintain them yep. because within their culture, it's so like, outside of who that person is that they yeah. can't see themselves fitting in their long term mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or it's they have people who are in the organization but the organization is very big and once you go to the higher levels of management 
it's completely white Mm -hmm. and there's no black people or there's no people Mm -hmm. of color at those higher levels of management Mm -hmm. which is equally as problematic Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i feel like you're the complete opposite of where like all of your staff and like all of your team is black Mm -hmm. yeah 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 and we and like our community programs like we go right into the community spaces we make sure you You go to where the person is absolutely oh i love that absolutely because you yeah. have to be, it's a vulnerable thing that they're doing whenever you're going to a treatment. Yeah. Make them feel comfortable in their space and yeah. where they're going to experience that possibly their first time. Yeah, oh, exactly. that's so good. Exactly. Yeah, try to take away as many many of the barriers as, as possible. And yeah, that's really what we try to focus mm. on. Yeah. So on more of like an individual level and also like coming from your identity as a black woman, have you encountered any specific barriers or biases as an entrepreneur and how have you overcome them? As an entrepreneur, um, I'm trying to think of like specific details. Like, all I, I can think of is success. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Oh, you're just like, all I can think of is success. <laughs> That's like the only things that I focus on. Yeah, that's a good mindset though. Yeah, Yeah. but I mean, it's there. Like even, you know, I sometimes question, you know, if I would have, if I would have started this business in a different province that is like more diverse. Ooh, interesting. Uh, You know, like Toronto, you know what I mean? Like where it's Mm -hmm. like a melting pot and people are just so used to seeing practitioners and and people of all different colors and you grow up in a classroom and all your classmates are from different backgrounds like how like how would that have affected my business do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like I I Mm -hmm. question that sometimes um definitely when I you know first started out as an RMT like it was it was challenging like folks are folks are open and, and things like that but I but it was still like hurtful to not have like black clients come in and then also not have them feel comfortable in the spaces that I was working in. Cause they felt like, mm-hmm. you know, it just wasn't welcoming to them. Right. Um, that was something that I constantly, you know, had to work towards. And I remember sometimes like silly things, like being asked, like, you know, how does it feel being like the only black person working here? And yeah. I was like, Oh, I was fine with it until you brought it up. Yeah, one of the one, like one of the higher ups like in uh, in one of the, the companies like wow. that I was working with. Um walking into like staff rooms and people are, you know, all talking about like Black Lives Matter movements and protests, um, all white folks and like I walk in and they're still talking about it and they don't even engage me in the conversation. Like I just feel like hmm. there's like little subtle like what do you call them microaggressions yeah. Microaggressions. Yeah, like, yeah i just feel like things like that are just like how unaware like just like oh, yeah. you know be more aware of yeah. like the people yeah, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah 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 and i mean of course like things like lending i've been i've been fortunate that i was able to access some funding um but it wasn't without barriers like barriers and barriers like you think sometimes that like you know, black funding, um, you know, loans yeah. that are allocated to, to black businesses or, mm-hmm. um, you know, grants that are allocated to black businesses. You think that these, because it's segregated money, that uh, you would have an easier time applying and accessing it. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's not the case. Yeah. It's, you can go to 
uh, you know, any sort of black organization that's giving loans and grants. And it's the same process if you're going to like a white organization. Exactly. It's like you still get credit checks. Mm-hmm. You still have to pull financial reports. You still mm-hmm. have to do, um, uh, what are those? Uh, what are, like a statement you're, of income? You're, you're not worth? You're not, that, that is degrading. <laughs> that I'm is like, like, wait, we were why are you that? asking me what my like personal net worth is? I'm like, it's like my you're personal. I'm so, I was so affected by that question <laughs> when that, that came up. That one really hurt us. Really? I was so, because they're like, when we were out, we right, had student school, loans, right? Yeah. yeah. Student so, loans. so when it, it was like, looking good. what's your net worth? I was just like, like in my head? Or on paper. <laughs> yeah, Because in my head, my net worth is, like, billions. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> on paper, yeah. Scotiabank sees me in the negative. In the negative. negative. And so I'm just like, I can't put down I got a negative net worth because that yeah, ain't true. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're just, like, pulling from the air. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, yeah and the, the same, same interest rates as the bank would offer you as if 100%. you just went to the bank. So it's like, what is so really the So really, the only difference here? is that this is money that was identified to be used by black people. Yes. And then the rest is just the rest. Yeah, but the process is the same. The process is mm-hmm. the same, so it doesn't really take away. It takes away one barrier, and that it's all black people trying to go after the same money. So you don't have the competition from like non-black folks. But as far yeah. as like access accessing the money, the it's barriers the, same. Are, the barriers are the exact same. Right. Yeah. We don't like a lot of us don't have like proper credit history. We don't have that financial literacy. We yep. don't have like those documents. Like they want financial statements. They want like you know all, all this BS. And I'm mm-hmm. like. Damn, it's like very invasive. And I know that. It but, is. Yeah. That's so, yeah. I'm so glad you And for like, money that you have that. to pay back. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right? I know. Some of that, yeah. The loans you definitely, the loans you do, but for grant stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. That's so crazy. Um, I'd also love to learn more because you've been in the industry for a while. So you've seen a lot of things come and go. Yeah. All kinds of things. So I'd love yeah. to understand how you try to stay up to date on industry trends and like advancements in the wellness industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and how does that influence your decision making? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily go looking for information. Like I, I, I really do try to like stay in my lane in terms of like, what, what like we're offering and like kind of what our niche is um if I do search for more information it's usually like within the network like like I work yeah. very closely with Dr. Omri who's like a naturopath slash like high priest slash like spiritual guru he's wow. like all the things so I'm always learning things from him but it's not necessarily like new and innovative like information it's more about like traditional like old ah. school like ancient practices um so as far as like like wellness trends i w- i'm wondering like do i even keep up you don't really subscribe I, to that no that's amazing though i love that yeah we just stay in our in our lane we just kind of like master what we're doing mm-hmm. um and we're going backwards yeah we're yeah. not necessarily like but go by going backwards we're also still going yes. forwards yeah. you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it's it's more of like what'll help people like in the long term and it's like more sustainable it's more yeah. human it's like you know yeah i love that and people. you're still you're offering something that nobody else is offering mm-hmm. that i've seen yeah. here it's true so, and I'm you're trying. being your authentic working self for you. you're staying in your lane you're minding your business <laughs> it's just so. it's so true to what they say it's like when you mind your business and you stay in your lane and you be yourself you will move forward naturally that yeah. is so good yeah 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 i'm like but i'm also like wow i should be following so <laughs> I should know what's like up to date on like health and wellness. So, like, but it's I'm good because like I see, I look at you to be like 
what are you doing and yeah, how are you finding exactly. success? Because I feel like we're still very new to wellness, or at least like my own journey is very new. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm like, how is she finding balance? And I look to you so often to be like, oh, she's so calm in her nature. I want oh. to like achieve that someday. I appreciate that. Thank I appreciate you. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely look globally. If, if anything, I want to know like, what people around the world are doing so like if i have a client Ooh. from india that comes in and she tells me about like things that like her mother does or things that they practice or if i like i have a friend who's into like ayurveda medicine or like you know dr omri is like really into like the african you mm. know healing and and health like those are the things that i really like tap into is like more like the global wellness and less of the commercialized Ooh. like i don't really care if there's like a new treatment out or like a you know new mm. skincare product or like a new exercise routine like I don't really like care about those like I'm more into like what has been around like what's been working like mm. you know like that's really what I want to kind of emphasize uh, yeah oh I love that that's yeah. so cool yeah yeah so of all of the things that you've done and the journeys the successes mm -hmm. what are you the most proud of yourself for um I know I was just ranting on my children and I have like pizza stains all over me <laughs> But like, yeah, like motherhood is something that I'm that I'm definitely the most proud of. Like those those kids definitely ride with me. Like no matter what, like we, you know, yeah, like kids just love you no matter what. Like, you have a bad yeah. day, good day, you know, rough week, good week. They're just still gonna love you the same. So like they're, yeah, like I love my kids for sure. But um, outside of that, um, I would say like our. A healthy and wealthy community wellness program it was okay a, it was an eight-week program that we did in, in Mulgrave Park and um, it was an amazing eight weeks we brought in all black practitioners into like a you know historically black community mm -hmm. a community that um, you know systemically doesn't get access as much doesn't get access to services education um, there's been like systemic barriers in the community for so long I grew, I grew up in that community so I'm like you know how can we kind of give back um, in a way that, you know, their needs are met. And there's also like learning from both sides. Like, I don't want to come mm. in and be like, this is what I think is best. Like, yeah. I want to like also learn and, and hear. And it was like, it was a really beautiful, like eight weeks, like all black practitioners, um, mostly black community members mm -hmm. um, and a lot of openness, a lot of sharing and, Mm -hmm. We're hoping to get back in there really soon. So you think you're gonna be doing the eight week course again? Yeah, in a different oh, cool. yeah, in a different capacity. Um, maybe more focus on like mental health mm -hmm. and, and oh, things because folks love like folks really like love learning about mental mm -hmm. health. I think yeah. there's so much more work that needs to be done on that end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So eight weeks. Stay tuned for yeah. another eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That that was like that was definitely like a like a career highlight was that program oh, yeah that sounds amazing. And, and also having other people believe in it and like invest mm -hmm. in it was really like you know it was like wow we really have something valuable going here you do yeah. you are yeah thank you of course and yeah. kind of to to wrap this all up um i know the eight-week program everyone can anticipate for yeah. but what else is next for for you with business with life what else is next yeah we're really like pushing into the ancestral wellness, um, doing more, you know, things like workshops in the community, kind of spreading the word about, um, 
what ancestral wellness is, how can it, how it can benefit um, our lives, mm-hmm. and something that we're we're really just kind of working on curating is an ancestral wellness retreat, where we Ooh. have like women kind of come in and um, it might be women. We might we might open it up. I don't know. We're just that's just like a goal mm-hmm. that that we're really trying to to come up with and just like have folks learn from everything like you know how to eat how to move how to how to like live you know how to um interact with like community how to increase your spirituality and like more of like a holistic and ancestral way so that's uh that's something that we're really that's like my next big big goal and that was so you've done retreats before right though i've been a part of retreats but i've never like hosted okay oh yeah so would this be something like an overnight thing that people would then stay at absolutely like i'm thinking multiple nights you're the you're like we're gonna have them for a while (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna really ingrain wellness in them exactly oh that's so fun anything femininity can do for you yeah you guys have been incredible supporting and and just showing love like from day one you're one of our inspirations how can we not show love y'all are so cute i love it (laughs) i actually have another question for you So we've talked a lot about like what you've been providing as a business, but like on a personal level, what's your self care routine? How do you oh, yeah. kind of take care of yourself? Love to hear that. Oh, <laughs> she's like true. She's like, Wait a minute, Ooh, I what do that. I do? <laughs> I don't know. Like helping everybody else with wellness. Um, you know what? Like, <laughs> well, maybe you needed that question. <laughs> I I have my routines, and I'm very like I'm very stuck to my routines so like you know i i go to the gym i make sure that oh. i drink lots of water oh, um i i don't like to work past like 4 p.m i think like i have like a good maybe four hours of work in me a day and then outside of that like it's you know i'm not much creative and productive so like mm-hmm. um like i've been in those like few hours like i've really grind it out mm-hmm. and then like after that like my evenings are like very chill very very relaxed um mm-hmm. i don't do anything that's like major i do things that are more like little things that are sustainable like my routine is like is very very important to me um but no yeah that's you know i'll do a yoga class here and there but it's more about like for me it's like daily practices Mm -hmm. yeah the routine yeah like what's sustainable what's practical what can i fit into my lifestyle like usually if i'm putting the kids to bed at like 8 30 Mm-hmm. I am out. Done. Like I'm like, done. Like especially since like we co-sleep, so it's like you know, oh, if we sweet. if we're all in bed, um, I'm out for like nine hours. Yeah. Yeah. I also love how you said you work four hours in your grind, which would also show corporate America we don't need eight hours. To <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need eight hours to, to be productive. <laughs> yeah. And that's so. I love how you said that. That was part of your self care. Yeah. Because yeah. It's like, I would say that's like really strong boundaries. That's strong. Well. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, and those are, like, creative, productive hours. Like, I mean, I, even if I have an eight-hour day, the other hours are, like, more, like, like menial tasks or, like, kind of, mm. like, you know, but, the, like, those four hours are, like, you know, really just, like, like, into my, into, like, my, my, like, mental zone, like, what I call it, like, mm-hmm. your genius zone, kind of, yeah, like, like your really, flow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. That's so good. So you don't need eight hours to always be <laughs> no. You don't need to grind all those eight hours, yeah. four hours, that you're good, girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> as long and as I you're have, productive. And I, and I have really, like, 
like when we're doing the pitch, like sometimes I'm so excited about something that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. That like when the energy is so high, like mm-hmm. I'm up really late and I'm up yep. really early. Just like that, like that excitement is just so mm-hmm. like driving it's, you. It's driving the you. The adrenaline right? is here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when you have that inspiration, definitely like grind it out if you have the, mm-hmm. like the capacity. But um, yeah, like sustainably, no, I don't think eight hours a day. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Let's drive that home. <laughs> the wellness queen. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on today's podcast. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for guys being for here. Thank thank you and so thank much. you for joining us today. Until, Until next time, time Divine Darlings. darlings.